we're all human. And that's what I love about this podcast is you and I get to get on here and be real and be vulnerable, be transparent and be like, yo, not every day is peachy. Like we go through real stuff. We go through real issues. And I know so many people can rock with it because so do they. You ready? What's up? Turn the volume up. Check me out. Welcome to another episode of the 100 Conversations Podcast. This right here is a roundtable discussion where we talk through transition to execution. You know. Turn all, all the way up. Welcome to the conversation. Get it right. you have to define like to your question of like, are you married to the wind? You have to define what wind means. Right. Because what can't, what can't happen. And what I think what does happen to a lot of us is like, we try to chase two rabbits, <laughs> you know, like I want to be debt free, but I also want to have a social life filled with right. coffee right. and dinner. <laughs> like, and coffee ain't cheap, man. I'm realizing these Minneapolis coffee shops are taxing, but <laughs> But it's crazy because I feel like the partnerships and the friendships and the brotherhoods and things that I'm building are worth so much. Mm-hmm. And that's demonstrated by where my dollars go. Yeah. Like where my dollars go, I have a firm reputation about what I believe makes mm-hmm. add value to my life. And as you know, like that, that, those are big things to me. And so I think the hardest part is I'm beating myself about up about something that I'm not married to. Yeah. So like, I'm coming home like, man, I spent all this money, but it's like, that's not even one of your goals. Why are you tripping? Yeah. Like, like that's a, that's a, a state that you wish you were in, but it's actually not a goal that you're striving towards. Right, so you right. can't hold yourself accountable to a goal you're not moving towards or trying yeah. to go towards. And I think a lot of times we do that, like, and, and it's helpful for me to, to think out loud sometimes and be like, man, like I actually don't want to be debt free right now. Right. Would that be nice? Absolutely. But if I wanted to do it, then there'd be certain steps and certain things that I'd have to give up to get there. But we can see by my actions, like, I actually don't really care about that right now. I care about right. building relationships. I mean, I just moved back to Minneapolis. I'm trying to make friends, build partnerships. Like, these things are big for me. Yeah. And they mean a lot and they add a lot of value to my life. And so, debt being debt free has moved down the pipe, but don't waste energy draining yourself beating yourself up about things you're not even holding yourself accountable for right you know and so that's one of the things that helps free me up is like analyze what your wins are for me five coffees in a week is a win (laughs) (laughs) i mean like as crazy as that might sound well my schedule is like work coffee or work Yeah. yeah Those are the best weeks because I'm like, dude, I get to connect with five people to this week. This is going to be dope. And I'm going to have energy. I'm going to get off work. Give me something to look forward to when I get off. And they're fruitful. Like, I don't just drink coffee just to drink coffee. Like, all those things that I do are intentional and important and valuable. And so I think that's a a huge point for other people, too, is like self-reflect and figure out based on my actions. No, not based on my wants. Yeah. And desire. Don't base it off of like, oh, I wish I was dead free. I wish I had a house. I wish I had this. Like, if you're not actively moving towards those goals, don't hold yourself accountable to those goals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at your receipts, look at your um, you know, your daily actions and be like, based on these, what do I value and what goals am I working towards? Subconsciously. 
or intentionally, but not, but I'm not actually celebrating those wins and not caring about the other quote unquote losses that really are losses if you're not right. competing in that area. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, why this is challenging is that I think there's a sense of shame that comes with changing your mind mm. and pivoting, which yes. I don't know. I don't know why yes. people place that on themselves. I, I think sometimes we have this idea that once we make a decision, if that decision does not come through, then we failed when there might have been a pivot that needed to happen. They get you to a better decision along the way. Yep. And like, that's a real statement. I don't think people, I, I honestly do not believe everybody is truthful when they talk about what they actually care about and don't care about. Cause there's a lot of things that I can say right now that just aren't important to me. And I will like boldly proclaim them. Like I have no, I, I'm not, it's not important for me to be out all the time. Yeah. Doing something. The most important for me thing for me right now is, is the exact opposite. Like I need to be consistent and only doing everything that's on my plate because I have a lot on my plate. Right. So right. I have no, like I, I can't even act like I want to go out because <laughs> it's just not, it's not a priority for me right now. Mm-hmm. Now at a, a certain time, that was all I wanted to do. And in the future, that might be another phase of my life where I really want to go out. But I think a lot of people, um, don't accept that reality about themselves. Like they don't give them themselves the leverage to change. And Ooh. it might be a lot. It might be tied more to your original point. Like how much of those outside factors really influence us? Yeah. How much of those outside expectations really influence us? Because if you're the person who wants to change because you might be a different place, but all your friends and all your circle are still in the same exact place, that's a point of contention. So no wonder yep. you feel that tension right now. And no wonder you can't figure it out and you're racking your brain to understand why do I feel like this? I feel like I'm making progress because you might be the only one in your circle who has changed. Yep. But if you haven't changed your circle with it, then you know you're, we're kind of stuck. And so it's like yep. this you just mentioned there's this reevaluation of, you know, what's important to me right now. What do I really care about that has to happen? I think it has to happen a lot more frequently than we give respect to it. You know, it's not a big milestone thing, which I think I thought for a long time. It was, um, you know, when I get to the next big milestone, I'll be in a place where I can make a new decision. I do this like every week. I can get two days in and say, you know what? This week is off to a terrible start. I'm I'm not approaching this the way I should. Maybe I should try something new. Mm -hmm. Like that might happen Wednesday, and by Friday I'm in a different place. Because I think that's how quickly you can respond to it once you get used to just being comfortable making a change and being comfortable being able to communicate that change to people. That's another issue too. Go ahead. So what's why as humans do we like? What causes that shame in changing your dis- like changing your mind, right? So, if like what what what's the deal? Like, what's the phenomenon behind that? Is it because of social media? Is it because like I feel like a lot of times we broadcast things before we do them, and then we're like, "crap, I told the world that I'm getting out of debt in 2020," mm-hmm. but that's actually no longer a priority. But if I change now, people think that I'm flake. 
versus being just real and be like, yo, I'm really not about that life. I actually, <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. I'm going to just focus on losing 10 pounds. Yeah. And people, but people, I don't know, like, do will they celebrate that? Or, or like, do people actually frown upon that? Or is that something that we've created in our minds? Or is it both? I don't know. That's tough. I mean, it's probably both. Yeah. I guess. Like, do I we mean, lose credibility, you know? Right. And at I, some and point. I, and I, I think, I don't think so. And I don't think so because, you know, you can control how that narrative happens. So, for mm-hmm. example, if there's there's somebody who you know who has always been transparent and upfront, I don't think you have a problem when they disagree with you or they tell you that they're doing something different. Right. Because they're open to that communication. It's the people who don't communicate with you and act different and then you have to sort of figure it out which I think issues come up and so mm. I think like transparency is a big piece of that like it's, it's somebody if somebody uh, told you their whole story and all the stuff they've been through like you can't throw it back in their face that's something nope. and there's like a there's a comfort being like alright yeah, I told you that I already told you I had a, a crazy past and so I don't know if a lot of people are, are comfortable being that transparent in their lives with what they got going on. And I mean, the, the easy solution is, isn't necessarily everybody needs to be transparent. That's not the goal. Agreed. But, but a, a quick approach toward it is maybe don't, you don't share anything. Yep. Like just it's super practical. Just, just hold off. Yeah. Like just hold off. It's not hurting you not to share. Cause you think you have to share just hold off and when you're ready when you're ready to share when the situation pushes you out to share it then you share it but a lot of times we're so quick to try to feel like everybody has to be involved in their lives when they really don't Mm -hmm. you know and you can even maybe make an argument that so many people being involved in your life is actually tearing you down more than it's helping you which uh, maybe what the idea that People knowing what's going on to make you feel more comfortable. It might make you feel the opposite of that. You might right. feel like people are always in your business, so you have to live up to those yep. those expectations that you put out. That you put out about right. yourself. The pressure that you set up. Yep. I think that's more common than we even think. And I think, I mean, like, I remember reading, you know, articles about, I mean, like New Year's resolutions, right? Like they all, like, there's arguments to say that. We shouldn't share them because our brain thinks that we've already done them once we share them. Hmm. And I think sometimes we do that about like, I mean, I could count the the Instagram posts that are talking about, you know, the new mean, blah, 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 this and this change. This used to be this. And it's like the moment you fall back into any of those things. Now you're afraid because you think you're a fraud. Hmm. You think you just fake like because all these like because <laughs> all these people have now bought into like oh you're changed oh we're, we're we're behind you we're for you we're on your team and it's like oh yeah i just went back down that road and it's yeah. like oh we just we assume that everyone's gonna be like mm, dang mm-hmm. bro really <laughs> really charles you, you did that again after you told us that you was not about that life no more right bet and it's like 
honestly, there's going to be some people who actually say that. But those are the people you should be not concerned about. The people that are for you will support you and say, hey, like, if you're serious about that change, I'm here to support you through it. Right. I'm not judging you and saying, oh, like, man, you were lying. It's like, no, I understand that you're just human. But if you're still serious about moving away from that, whatever it is, or moving into something else, as a friend or a supporter, I should be encouraging you to get back up. Yeah. You know, because I think because I also do feel like there's a power in saying, hey, I'm different. I'm changed. I'm yeah. trying better. I'm trying harder. And it's like, just because you say that doesn't assume perfection here on out. Yeah. But we assume that other people expect perfection here on out. So when, you, when do you feel like... That, when did you feel Go like ahead. you got comfortable with that? All right. Would you would you or would you consider yourself different? Dude, that so, is a real So yeah, <laughs> when to talk tell me like when did you get comfortable with that? Accepting that you're different and then living in that reality and just it, it was gonna be what it was gonna be. Recently that's, like, that's not an easy yeah, it's not an easy thing. I know I had to my process of accepting it wasn't easy so I'm sure yours wasn't easy yours wasn't easy either but yeah how did you go through that like transition I will the most visible and practical example that I have of that that I've lived out and people have watched me live out is like I've created and deleted at least four Instagram accounts <laughs> at least at least four that I can remember and that's because to your point, I would post things, I would be on it, I would do it, and then like then I then I would get to a point where I wasn't living the life that I was projecting on my social media. And I was like, mm. I can't defraud people anymore. Yeah. And I delete the account. And I would pretend to go in these seasons where I'd fix myself and eventually come back and be that person. Oh wait, guess what? I'm not that person. Oh wait, guess what? I'm still not that person. And so that process has happened four or five times and then one day I got to the not one day but over this time I've learned that you'll never like you'll never be the person you project if you only project one side of you right like Mm. if I only project great encouraging motivating positive CP guess what there's a lot of days where that's not me but I never shared those. And so I couldn't own that. But by sharing and expressing or not sharing, (laughs) that's what I've also learned. Like you don't have to share anything or everything. So as you can see now, my Instagram is just like very minimal. I don't have a lot of posts because I'm very careful of like, let me not just create some, some person that I can't live up to. Yeah. You know, like if I'm going to post, I'm going to post what's real. I'm going to share the real deal. If I'm going to post. And so now I got that process is so much deeper, but to come to that point where like, yo, I am forever a work in progress and I am way more multidimensional than I projected myself out to be. Mm-hmm. That gave me a lot of comfort because all the great things about me that people love and, you know, love to see aren't all of who I am. Right. And so I bought into the lie that I told other people. You know, and I, I assumed that everybody just wanted to see me on a good day, but I started to share things about the bad days and people received it just as well. And so you start to learn that we're all human. And that's what I love about this podcast is you and I get to get on here and be real and be vulnerable, be transparent and be like, yo, not every day is peachy. 
Yeah. Like we go through real stuff. We go through real issues. And I know so many people can rock with it because so do they. Yeah. And so if we talk through it and then we, and here's the best part, like there's nothing, there's no point in this podcast where you and I will sit here and be like, here's the answer. Here's, here's the conclusion. It's like, no, here's where we are on the process. Here's the pivots and decisions that we've made. And here's how things have changed for us. Right. And so hopefully that gives you a sense of direction and a sense of idea of what you, what you can try and what might work for you or might not. Yeah. But I want people to know that they're not alone and that like, yo, you're not as crazy as you think you are. You're not as lonely. You're not as, you know, singled out as you might think. And that's what I used to think was like, I'm a freaking alien. I used to literally think I was an alien that no yeah. one could understand. And I was like, dude, that's only because we don't let people see the other parts of you. So right, sure right. you think that, you know? So it's wild, but. <laughs> and I'm like, one thing I, I've seen through just the way we've worked over the years, especially me, I, I'm, I've always been a, I've always been an in-person person. I, I've never been a online person. I don't know. It's just always been me. Like I've, I've just, I think I've just valued that like real sit down conversation. And one yeah. thing I've learned by talking to people, which never had way before the, any of this idea of this podcast ever came to be. And I've just sat down and talked with a lot of people and people think they're more like tell the people than they actually are. Mm-hmm. But I've had, I can, I can sit down with somebody and I can get them to talk about something that they don't talk about with other people. And everybody gets to that zone. You know, you have certain conversations with people and they disarm. They talk about all the ways they're different and how, you know, they might they might be perceived as one way, but they really like this thing on the side. And right. if other people knew about it, like they, they don't know how they would approach them. And those are like the things that I push people for. Because I think those are that's, that shows the multi-dimensionality of where most people are. Most people really are good and interested in a lot of different things. It's just the matter of how comfortable are they living their truth or living their reality. Right. As you know, I I don't know if people think it might dismi- diminish another area, but like you said, you know, people appreciate those. People want to people want to see the full picture ultimately. Like I think we're we're way past the point of highlights. I think we yep. get like we get the highlights. Authentic this that's fake, you know, we've grown up in a social media generation. Now there's this demand for authenticity. Yep. That people need to see. Because people see through fake so quickly. Because yep. we've seen so much fake recently. And so I think for anybody, like the the simple strategy toward, you know, getting more comfortable with that tension between you know what we want to do and what others might expect from us is just being authentic yep and like let that let that process decide not what you do let that process decide who, who cares about what you do like let those let that process bring the people into your life that you want in your life because it'll prune your life you, you start doing things that way your life will prune itself you don't have to try to do things because you feel like you have to do them with other people. It'll you'll just exist, and those people who support <laughs> your lifestyle will just show up. 
it's surprising how many people get interested in some area and they develop a whole circle around them. Think about how many people go to school, move to a new city, and they have the opportunity to start over and become right. a completely different person. You rarely see those people become a completely different person and they're alone <laughs> for the rest of their lives. Like they're, you're going to find like-minded people, right? Who have and you can who are you're going to find those people anywhere. So it just it's not. I think as um, as isolationary as I don't know if it does work uh, as people think it is. Yeah, agreed. And I think isolationary. I should I keep I should sh- <laughs> why, why you why you add why you add an H Hey man, that's that's just how it came out the tongue. It was an accident. Um so you know to that point of authenticity, I think like to kind of tie it back to you know earlier in the conversation, you know, when I was talking about like placing you know, creating pressures based on your own desire outcomes, yeah. right? So, and I and I mentioned to this to you earlier today was like the, this that Kobe Bryant interview, right? Like that to me was super freeing because Kobe basically said, <laughs> like, you know, when he was first on the team and he wasn't getting PT. Playing time for those who don't know what that means. No, mm-hmm. sorry for the you know acronyms. <laughs> um, yeah, he wasn't getting clock right, and you know he basically has people in his ear, family, friends, people close to him, being like, "Oh, Kobe, like man, screw that culture, man. You should give, you should be in the game." And all Kobe had to say to them was, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up." I'm not like, shut up, like. I'm not playing. I'm not good. I'm obviously not good enough. I'm obviously not at a point where I cannot be denied. I'm obviously yeah. not at a point where the coach looks at me and says, this guy is so good. If I keep him on the bench, I will look like an idiot if I don't play him. If I want to win games, he needs to be in the game. Like, I'm obviously not that good. So don't sit here and tell me that I'm good enough. Right. Because I'm not. The proof is being shown by my lack of playing time. I'm not good enough. And so... That freed me up a lot because if I truly, if I have a standard for myself, if I want to be here, then when people say those types of things, I'm not necessarily saying telling them to shut up, but like you can quiet those voices by being like, that's like whatever you say, whatever you, you know, whatever you think makes sense to you based on your expectations and what you think about me, like, thank you, but Based on my desires and my desired outcomes, I'm not good enough. Yeah. I have to go harder. I have to keep the pressure on. I got to keep the <laughs> the stove hot. And so when you people when people try to tell me like, oh, Christian, like you work too much. No, I don't. I don't work enough. Yeah. And so like, sure, that's that could be crazy to some people. But if they saw my goals, they'd be like, oh, dang, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think like. So, so Kobe saying that was just super clear being like, yo, if you, if you're, if the bar for you was greatness and people say, oh, you're good enough, but the, but that's not being shown. There's no fruit of that. Like there was nothing that Kobe could lean on and say, I'm good enough because I'm, if I'm not even getting playing time, I can't be good enough. 
Right. And I think there's a lot of areas in our life that that's exactly true. And we have to be more honest with ourselves about what we truly want. Yeah. Do you want to be in the game or do you just want to be told by your friends and family that you're good enough? Do you just want to be the, the greatest in your generation to your family? Or are you really trying to make an impact that's even bigger? And once again, like this is everybody's prerogative. I'm not here to say like, yo, you got to work hard. You got to like, I'm not here to, I'm not here to raise anybody's bar. Your bar is your bar. Yeah. But base, but base your response to other people's, you know, criticism or compliments to your own bar. So like. If your bar was, hey, I'm just trying to graduate and you graduated and everyone's like, that's cool. Then that's what's up. Celebrate that. You made it. You did it. You accomplished your goal. But if your goal was to graduate and make six figures and you're making 40,000, don't. And, but, you, but, but you got them old relatives are like, oh, so we're so proud you graduated college. You Like, <laughs> you know how that goes? Yeah. And it's like, but I'm not there. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's, that's not the goal. I'm not done. Like, thank you. Thank you guys. But I'm not there. I'm not good. I got to keep pushing. And so I think it's just being crystal clear on your goals and desired outcomes and be able to measure against those. Yeah. And I, I like in that article, you know, the, this simple phrasing in the room was, if that's the case, then just be undeniable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. It's not this, there's not this big process. You find out what you tell yourself. I need to be undeniable, and you define what that is over time. You you change. You got yep. you, you do whatever you got to do. You make whatever adjustments you got to make to define what being undeniable means for whatever you want to do. And that's it. Like that's all you have to live by. And I think for me, I think that's enough. Like if if your goal and whatever you want is to be undeniable, then that's your bar like know it own it early and stick to it this is 100 funny conversations the podcast